And I thought he was going to come over the counter and just oh, destroy this manager wow. over some cappuccino. So, like, when people say that, that they love coffee or that they like yeah. coffee, like, it's true. And this is just gas station <laughs> coffee. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling, craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to another episode. Anybody's on hunger? I'm Dolan. Yet. Wow. What the... This is only the what second. Are we hammered. This is only the second one we've recorded today. Wow! <sighs> Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. <laughs> I'm Dolan. Are we in a library? Well, I guess. Look, I was just trying to get it out. Yeah, it works. Know. I don't even know where that was. So, uh, Uncommon Stout, Bent River Brewing Company is our beer this week. Brought to us by Atlas recruiter Mark Lau. Uh, he was coming through town. Uh, he still is very active. As much as he is a he's a recruiter for us, he's still very active coaching. He does oh, okay. a ton of coaching volleyball. I think he coaches some basketball. Uh, and he was coming through town to do something. I can't remember. Something coaching related. Mm. And uh, he sends me an email and he's like, hey, man, I'm coming to town. What do you want? And I said, I am not familiar with the Quad Cities at all. Yeah. So. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever yeah. you want. And he brought a couple of he brought a couple ones that you guys didn't get because I drank them already. I mean that happens. <laughs> it happens. And then I saved this one because one, the label is fantastic. It is. Uh, two, it's a coffee stout. Yep. And three, it's been around for a long, long time. Yeah. Long, long enough that this is they brand this as their top selling beer. Oh, okay. This is their flagship. Nice. Mm. So you don't normally see that as a stout. No. For a brewery. Uh-uh. So. Let's get into this one. Let's get into it. I love that it just says get bent on it. <laughs> now I'm going to sing a little something for you guys. Okay, sing oh. it. It's all coming back to me, back to me now. I... Have consumed this before. You have. This was the teaser from a couple of weeks or from last week, I believe. Mm. Uh, you checked this in on June twenty eighth, two thousand and thirteen. That was very early. Well, not very early, but it was early in my beer journey. I think I've been on a tap for almost ten years now. Wow. Wow. I think this might have been. Yeah, I've seen a couple of two thousand and twelve check ins from you yeah, before. I think I started in November of eleven. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So, Ooh, that uh, smells good. It does. It smells like... That smells like a coffee. It smells like coffee. And you're, Are you a coffee mm. stout fan? I am generally not. That's what I thought, but you love dark coffee. I love oh, dark this coffee. This is so weird. Here's, here's how much I love coffee. If you said, Rich, if you were a doctor, you said, Rich, you're going to die mm-hmm. if you don't give up either beer or coffee, mm-hmm. I would say, beer, we've had a good journey. Wow. Wow. I love coffee. I love, man, that first little, when that coffee hits my mouth, the first, that first drink in the morning is like, it's like magic. Yeah. See, I smell coffee and I immediately have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) One or two. Um, One. 
Oh, what? sometimes too. Oh, it's okay, definitely gotcha. Two I am times maybe one time. Oh, or? definitely. Oh, two. I see what you're saying. Oh, okay. Ooh, I just want to smell this. This was a candle. Mm. <laughs> Brian is the king of memes. If you don't follow Brian, oh, yeah, you should. Yeah. On on uh, now recently, you've had a couple of uh, you've had a couple ones like well, that might have been too soon. But then that's okay. Uh, those are fun. Those I, are I fun. just want to. I just want you to feel a, a feel away. Feel a certain it's way about it. The, something you just want to rock. You just want to rock the boat, right? A little just bit. Rock. I don't want. I don't want anybody falling out. <laughs> right. But, but I, just yeah. rock it a little yeah. bit. Scare us a little. Um, there was a meme I just saw recently. Uh, two guys talking. And it says, uh, Coffee, I'm looking for some extra energy out of you today. And Coffee says, All I can give you today is poop. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Which yep. is true sometimes. But that's that's it. So that's the risk you take. It's it's weird. That's why I gotta opt to the Red Bull. <laughs> wow. That is yeah. just like a straight cup of cold coffee. Wow. Mm. Mm. It's almost like it's like cold brew. Let's let it warm. Yes. You let it warm up a little bit. It might be like that little extra coffee at the mm-hmm. end of your cup. You don't yeah. want to let it go to waste, so you just drink no, it. Yeah. Shoot it quick. Yep. We'll mm. see. I guarantee <laughs> this will change over time. No, that's... Wow. I mean, that, it tastes just like it smells. I can see why this is their top-selling beer. I'm kind of surprised. I I guess I'm not. Huh. I really? I, I feel like this isn't that approachable for most people. Okay. Because it does taste like a cold cup of coffee. Let's... Let's let's take your father-in-law for example. Yeah. Okay. Why does he love pint nine so much? Oh, coffee. He loves. He's like you. I, he's got to drink like fifteen cups of coffee <laughs> just to get straight in the day. <laughs> so this would be something he would like. Yeah. But he's it's it's that sort of thing. Like mm-hmm. it's not you know we we make fun of milkshake IPAs, but sure. if you put one in front of us, we would we'll drink it. Yeah. We would drink it yeah. like it was the last. I beer love on milkshake Earth. IPAs. Yeah. So I, I did too. <laughs> but like. Pint Night yeah. isn't producing that. Their their best selling beer, arguably, is Oso Cafe, yeah, which is you know, and this is why he likes it. Is it do you think it's because it. coffee culture is what it is now? Yeah, like I think well, so. It's everybody can relate, right? Yeah, like, everybody's had coffee. Everybody's had coffee. Yeah, I guess that's a good entryway. If you were into this, if you walked into this place and you'd never been yeah. to a brewery and be like, oh, I don't know, what do I? Mm. I don't know what I like. No, oh, you like cold brew coffee. Hell yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, drink this. Try, Try this. Yeah. Oh, it looks really dark. Just drink it. Yeah. Well, I know with my wife, coffee stouts were her gateway. Mm. You know, interesting. So two locations, uh, the Quad Cities. I wrote this down, so it's it's important to understand what the Quad Cities are. If you're not from the Midwest, you may not know. I have a you- lot of information on this. Ooh, good. So you okay. Don't- Teases. So I will tease. There, there are quad five, obviously, mm. uh, cities that make up. On uh, one side is Iowa, the other side is Illinois. <laughs> Dolan and I are. Did you say quad five? Quad, quad, five. five. No, no. One. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. One, two, three. We're leaving four, this in. Davenport, Bettendorf, yeah, Rock Island, Moline, and, and East, East Moline. Moline. That's one city. Says so. Quad is four. Yeah, quad I guess is four. Okay. Think about like a, like a yeah. four wheeler quad. Quad. Yeah. See, right. and I. But I, there's five cities here. There's well, it's like St. Louis and East St. Louis. Is that one city or two? Well, you don't want to go to East. No, Louis. you don't. You want to turn Sioux around. City, South Sioux City. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There's four. Okay. Well, there's four. <laughs> I see. I um, I looked that way, and you looked at me, and I was like, let's just let them keep going. <laughs> 
You guys are good friends. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. All right. Uh, Bent River Brew Pub, Brewing Brew Pub is located at 1413 5th Avenue in Moline, Iowa. And then Bent River Brewery Bar and Event Room is Let's located... Let's take two. Take two. Moline, Illinois. Moline, Iowa. Moline, Illinois. Moline. Yeah. No, that's not right. Moline's in Illinois. I wrote this down. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I wrote this down. This is Moline, Rich's bloopers Illinois? episode. <laughs> yeah. Illinois. Yeah, Moline, okay, Illinois. Okay, Davenport, Bettendorf on the Those Iowa are in side. Iowa. And then you got Rock Island or whatever. I promise and you. Moline. I haven't drank that much. <laughs> I really haven't. Oh, boy. Now, maybe after the coffee stout. Okay, Moline, Illinois. Yeah, there you go. Bent River Brewery Bar and Events Room is located at 152 24th Street, Rock Island, Illinois. Illinois. Yes. There you go. So I will let you do the Quad City research. Yeah. Uh, but Bent River Brewing was conceived by Tim Koster of Koski Brew Homebrew Fixins LTD. Homebrew Fixins. 1993. 1993. Started. Who yeah. is homebrewing in 93? Uh, the guys that started like, you know, Empyrean. Okay. Or mm. uh, a lot of those mid 90s breweries, founders, sure. places like that. Those so, guys. Koski Homebrew Fixins was located in downtown Moline. 90, in 1996, Bent River opened the bar, mm-hmm. their, their very first bar, uh, opened to the public with their own brew, without their own brewing equipment. So they just opened a bar. Yeah. Kind of odd. I thought maybe they would utilize some of their own equipment. Well, I thought it was, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought it was just stuff from the homebrew. I, so it was like stuff that the people made at the homebrew store and that's what they were selling yeah, there? they didn't have actual Maybe. equipment they just had homebrew stuff oh, okay. so small batches and that's what i envisioned it was like a little tasting room inside the homebrew store which would have been pretty kick-ass yeah honestly if that's what been it not was much like that uh, a few a few years later they added their own brewing and they did their first beer they ever did was a pale ale so not that surprising seems on point for yeah early 90s yeah why yeah. not uh, 2009, a local restaurateur, which I always thought was a fun word. It is. Restaurateur. It's fancy. Uh, <laughs> and patron of Bent River named Joel Krogman joined the team and began brewing, and then they transformed it into a full-service operational brew pub after that. So didn't really start until 2009. And so now we're, what, 12 years now? Yeah. yeah. And now they produce over 10,000 barrels a year. Won their first GABF in 2007 for a beer called Mississippi Blonde Ale. Hmm. So, Well, I think, and I don't know this for a fact because I didn't research this part, but I think the Bent River is the Mississippi River. I assume so. Because that's where, that's what flows through those mm-hmm. those towns that mm-hmm. we talked about. Uh, the four towns and the quad cities. Okay, you're right. So could Here you say go. get Mississippi'd? I mean, you could. It just doesn't sound cool as Get Bent. Get Bent. I don't know. Uh, I wrote down a couple other things uh, from the brewery because, like I said before, I like to look at their site, but I don't like to see the story stuff. I tend to gravitate towards, uh, this time, the food. Uh, So this place is a brew pub, and they had what looks like an amazing pastrami sandwich. Oh. Mm. They had a Nashville hot chicken. Yes. Mm. And then I've seen this every once in a while. But this was very, like, in bold on their website. For $10, you can buy a round of beers for the kitchen staff. Oh, for real? Yeah. And then you hear, when they they do it, I don't know if they ring a bell or something, but you'll hear the kitchen staff, like, 
erupt in cheers because <laughs> they got a round of beers for after work. So it's 10 bucks. You can get a beer for everybody, which is a discount. Because, you know, you probably get maybe two beers for yourself. Oh, sure. Or you can buy a whole round for the kitchen staff. For the staff. kitchen staff. So you're just buying it at cost. Yeah. Then for the... So that sounds pretty good. And they're not drinking during the day. Yeah. We'll, okay. go, we'll oh, go with we'll that. We'll go with that. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm um, curious how that works. Because, like, mm, if somebody was like, $100, kitchen staff, like, you know? And then the people that The rest in, of the restaurants shut down then. Yeah, exactly. It's hammered. You got to get Tombstone pizza. <laughs> yeah, if you're ordering hot chicken at 7 o'clock at night, you're not Sorry, bro. No. <laughs> uh, I wrote down a few of the other beers that I saw on their website that looked interesting. Yep. Um, guess what? They have a peak, a peak, peach milkshake, Dippa. So we're Ooh. talking about milkshake IPAs. Wow. Yes. Guess what? They make one. They had a beer called Jingle Java which is their Christmas beer, so a Christmas coffee beer. Mm. They have a sweet potato ale. I saw that. Jalapeno pepper ale for Dolan. I wrote that one Mm. down. And then they have one that's called the Bent River Apple Ale. So they make their own like Red's Apple Ale, but it's theirs. And they had different beers. Um, They had two different tap rooms, right? So each, from what I can tell on the website, the beers were different um, at each location a little bit. So maybe 25% different from one to the other, but the main stuff was the same. So you could go to a different place and try different things, or you could get the same beer, multiple locations. I figured you would gravitate towards their labels because their labels are pretty fantastic. Yeah, they were cool. That's what caught my, the Jingle Java was a reindeer (laughs) mounted above the fireplace and stockings on it. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm a fan of that. Uh, I don't know that we talked about this really in the description. We did say it was a coffee stout, right? Yes. Um, I think... Yeah, here it is, right on the label. Oatmeal stout with coffee. Actually, mm. okay, yeah, I wrote that so down. So we're yeah. going to do a little oatmeal stout research, because I don't know that we've ever really nope. dealt into that. Nope. So it was a British thing. Started out that way. Okay. Um, they used oats in their brewing process, where we would use you know wheat, what other rye, grain, what other grains? Barley, right? whatever. Yes, they, okay. were, they were using oats okay. for these darker beers. Specifically in Scotland and Yorkshire. And this was in the 1600s all the way up till about the 1890s. Okay. And then in 1890s, it kind of, towards the end of that, it just kind of went away. We've talked about that before with other beer styles. Sure. Disappearing and then coming back, basically with homebrew. People mm-hmm. be looking at old recipes and be like, oh, I think I could actually make that. Um, I did re- write this down. There was a newspaper ad in Aberdeen, which I think was not Washington, but maybe somewhere in, in England. Okay. If there's an Aberdeen, England, I don't know. Okay. But it comes from the Aberdeen Journal. And it says, Oatmeal Stout, most nourishing and strengthening, strongly recommended for invalids, see medical opinions, brewed from oatmeal, malt, and hops only. And that's really it. That's what this beer is. Hmm. Is oatmeal, flaked, flaked oats, mm-hmm. or back then they did call it oatmeal, and then malt and hops, that's it. Um, there was a, a little tiny brewery that was called McClay's, and that was in England as well. Mm. And that was their, like, flagship beer, we would call it nowadays, right? Okay. But that's that's what they were making. So in 1905, this beer was like a, I guess you'd call it an oatmeal stout then. They called it a strong, which we've talked about the differences there. But right. um, 13% of the grist, which is the grain bill, mm-hmm. was oats or oatmeal. And then by 1966, it was a third, so 33%. So it was really pumped it up. Okay. This beer, the one that we're talking about, McClay's or whatever, was like um, given to or suggested for um, nursing mothers 
and also ailing kids because the oats were supposed to have some sort of like healing properties and like um, <laughs> just be good for you. It was uh-huh. billed as a, as a like healthy beer. Okay. And that was something, if you had a baby, they would be like, well, drink a, one of these oatmeal stouts a day and it will help produce milk for your kid or whatever. Oh. So that was something that was, you know, okay. said. Yeah. Um, they were about the only people making that style, sort of beer. Um, when it went out of style, it was around 1900. And it didn't really come back in until 1980. And that was with Samuel Smith. Yes. So we've talked about them. Mm-hmm. They have uh, that double chocolate stout I think we've either had or mm-hmm. tried or whatever. But they also have an oatmeal stout. Okay. And that's the one that really brings it back from the grave and makes it widely available. Um, Homebrewers started doing it too. So late 70s, early 80s, they kick around some recipes they start adding oats in. Um, the reason that you add it, and I've done this with um, pale ales before with mm-hmm. homebrew okay. uh, and stouts too, uh, it just gives it more of a silky or smooth mouthfeel. So it kind of mellows that out almost like a nitro without the bubble situation difference. You sure. Know? Uh, and then it gives it just a little bit fuller body. So a little thicker, uh, but it's, the ABV still stays relatively low. So we're talking usually... These beers are around 5% to 6%. I think this one says this one's 6. 6. 6.4. 4. Yeah. So. I can, you can see that. I mean, that's, I mean there's yeah. definitely some carbonation here. But, yeah, you can definitely see it. It is thicker. It's a little. And, and that's what it's for. To smooth it out. Mm. And then it's also usually paired with these sort of coffee beers to kind of mellow out that coffee punch. Mm-hmm. Just supposed to kind of like, you know, wipe mm. the slate and you'll have that stuff. Um, these kind of beers, these oatmeal stouts. Um pair well with rich foods yeah um chocolate caramel dark fruits mm-hmm. said game dishes yeah and then stews mm-hmm. you just you got a stew going mm. grilled meats so I'm, I'm picturing like old school english tavern bite a hunk of meat mm. you know eat some bread drink some some of this yeah and, and you're setting good making making a stew with this like that's definitely yeah i use this a lot in in chili I'll use a, yes. a coffee stout. Yep. Um, I wrote down just a few other ones that are in the United States that are available pretty much across the United States okay. and especially the East Coast. So if you're out and about and you see one of these and you want to give a, this style a try, yep. um, Young's Oatmeal Stout. So Young's is another um, British uh, like brand or label. They have sure. the purple. They have the double chocolate stout we've tried before. Um, they have a purple label on their bottle, but they're just called Young's. Okay. And it's not, I guess it's usually in the same section of the coolers, like Guinness, that sort of stuff. Or the so, Samuel Smiths yeah. or whatever. Yeah, okay. Uh, Harpoon, which is an East Coast brewery. They yes. have an oatmeal stout. Yep. yep. And then Ipswich. So that's real specific hmm. East Coast. Um, it's called Ipswich Oatmeal Stout. And that's Mercury Brewing. Interesting. But that's the style of beers, another one of those, like the pale ale, that home brewers revived. So a lot of breweries that you'll see, and this is probably why this is the way it is, a lot of breweries that have been around 30 years or so, 40 almost now, mm-hmm. these are recipes that they perfected over time. So a lot of times you'll see a oatmeal stout as one of their core beers because mm-hmm. it's been around that long because that was it was their milkshake IPA of the time. Everybody wanted to perfect it or even a hazy IPA. Right. You know, home brewers are doing those now, but back then this was like the hot the hot beer. Okay. And uh, a lot of those breweries you'll see 
um, like Empyrean has one and mm-hmm. um, trying to think of some other, that's about the oldest brewery here in Nebraska that would, that would fall into the category. But yep. most breweries that we've talked about founders, anybody that's been around 25, 30 years, they have a beer that's like this. Hmm. Interesting. So that's what I have for us just on that oatmeal stout research. Even this far into my beer journey, I shy away from the oatmeal stout because I don't understand it. Mm. I it's actually that... just another notch up from stout, and it's not quite to imperial stout. It's mm-hmm. like a little bit in the middle. I, I hmm. don't think I would. I think I would give it a shot here wherever we go now. I, I think I would try it just based on, not necessarily based on this one, but just based on yeah. kind of how far we've come and, and the different kinds of beers that we've tried. Mm-hmm. And then understanding what's the difference, like what what does the oatmeal really do? Yeah, really, it's just a way to smooth it out, yeah. tamp down. Because if you didn't probably add the oatmeal to this and you kept the coffee amount the same, mm. it would be bitter. It would. And yeah. this has 30, it looks like this is 30 IBUs. 31 is what I wrote down. Which is pretty standard for like a a stout. Maybe it's a little high for a stout. Usually some of those are maybe in the twenties, but we're, you know, it's lower than a pale ale. It's way lower than an IPA. Mm -hmm. Um, but coffee generally has a bitterness to it and this helps kind of carve that off and Mm. make it a little bit more approachable. I would say. Gotcha. Hmm. I, yeah, I, I think I would definitely, if you gave me a menu, let's say I go to random new brewery. Mm -hmm. If I'm in, I don't even know South Dakota. It doesn't matter. And, and this is one of them. I, I give this a shot. I would probably try this. I would yeah. definitely default to where I'm at right now. Loggers, Pilsners, that type of thing. Then I would go hazy IPAs. Then I would go, but I wouldn't yeah. shy away from this now. What do you think, Dolan? I'm enjoying it. Oh. I'm enjoying it a lot. Yeah. Remember when? Remember in the beginning when Dolan didn't like beer? Yeah. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. I was going to say, last episode you talked about, or no, just earlier this episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm not you, the only one. You, you talked about um, not really liking stouts yeah. at all, right? Right. So I going back to the first episode of this, I didn't know what craft beer was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew what it was, but remember my really favorite beer it, yeah. at that time was was the the Longboard or yeah, Kona. Yeah, or Blue Moon. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's no shame in Blue Moon. I still enjoy Blue Moon oh, every I'll, once in a while. I think Blue Moon compliments a lot of food <laughs> yeah, that style does for yeah. sure drink what you want doesn't give it it, yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter drink what you want uh and you got anybody got any funny coffee stories i feel like this is a good time to have <sighs> coffee any, anything i mean i i don't think i don't think you joke about coffee that's true I, it's just very important deal. it's just delicious <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just, no, I don't know. We have recently upped our coffee intake at my house. Mm. Uh, baby two has showed up. Yep. My wife is no longer limited to her caffeine amounts, and we frankly need it. Yeah. Uh, I, I read something the other day that was talking about it's basically a placebo effect, coffee. I don't care. And uh, you get that amperage in the morning, it's maybe self generated because you're drinking this stuff Mm -hmm. and then by the afternoon you're like oh man what happened to me i don't care that's why i drink it all day long you don't have to worry about that crash i will um tell you a quick coffee story okay i used to not like after you right so i i I was not anti-coffee but it just wasn't for me yep like growing up when i'd be on the farm my grandparents would drink it for breakfast and lunch it could be 110 degrees outside they'd be drinking coffee Mm -hmm. so 
I guess I was in college. Finally, was like, okay, there's a coffee scene in Lincoln, especially around the campus. Mm-hmm. There's a place called the Coffee House. My wife used to go there and study. You could stay there all night long, drink coffee, and get your work done. Right? Super original name, by the way. Exactly. So I went there with my friend Mark one time. We're like, let's, you know, he was more, he's a little bit older than me. He, was, he had drank coffee before. I really hadn't. This is like really my first foray into mm-hmm. going to a coffee shop and getting coffee and sitting down on the real beat up couch, you know, with the board game that's missing pieces, <laughs> that whole scene. So we're sitting there and we're drinking our coffees and it's, well, it's probably around lunchtime, uh, maybe a little before. So we're drinking them. We're going to, after this, we had the day off. We're going to go thrift shopping. Oh, yeah. Something we like to do, look for records and different mm-hmm. stuff. So we drink these coffees. We head out to the thrift shop. I start not feeling good. Uh-oh. I know where this I is going. I get this, this yep. rumble. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. what? Oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. It's like, can I, can I make it someplace? Can I go home? Can I? What? Mm-hmm. No, I cannot go home. No. Uh there's no bathroom at the place we're at. Uh-oh. And I am full-fledged, I gotta go. Yeah. This is a coffee attack. <laughs> <laughs> so we both hobble out. It, it hits him, too. Oh. We both hobble out of the place. We're like, where are we gonna go? Rich spilled, by the way. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. What do we spot across the street? Okay. Imperian Ales. <laughs> Laszlo's Brewery. Yes. Uh, I basically break down the front door. Yep. They're open, but not open for business. Like they're getting ready to serve lunch. Uh-oh. So it's not 11 o'clock yet. Okay. It's close. Oh, wow. And we don't even ask. I've been there many times. I just run up the stairs. I know where the bathroom is, and yep. he's right behind me. <laughs> Kick in the door to the bathroom. Thank God nobody's in there. And I get rid of some hazelnut coffee, and I've never looked back. Yes. I, hazelnut every morning now. My body just didn't know what was going on. It just, it was confused. I was like, what is this hot liquid doing in here? <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. It liked it, but then it, it had the, the other effect. It had it, yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's weird how that changes over time. Oh, it doesn't yeah. do that to me anymore, but uh, yeah, it was like instantaneous, let's get out of here situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it still does it to me. Mm-hmm. And that's why like Dolan said is he would, uh, he opts for the Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Like if I go on a, uh, if I go on a trip, if I know I'm driving a long yeah. distance or whatever, I will opt for the Red Bull oh, instead of the coffee. Sure. Just because it doesn't have the same effect. And, yeah. and if you're in the middle of nowhere in Nebraska. That's not great. Nah, it's not uh-huh. a good, that's not a good thing, no. What no. do you think, Dolan? I, again, I like the beer. Um, I, I, my coffee story definitely won't top that one. That oh. one's pretty good. Um, and I tell these stories all the time because there is just a lot of crazy things that happened while I managed the gas station. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, this time it was guy came on all the time and he got coffee all the time and every single day he would complain about the coffee just something's wrong with it it's not it's not new which it wasn't because i (laughs) always did the coffees in the morning um whatever it was yep um finally (laughs) he came in and what he would try to do is he would top it off with the cappuccino (laughs) and our manager was like the head of like 20, 30 stores or whatever was in there in the morning. And uh, this went on for about a year and a half, him complaining about the coffee. Something's wrong with it, whatever. He was just trying to get free coffee. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, And the manager was in there that morning, and he 
topped it off with uh, cappuccino, like he always did. I never charged him for it because it was just full glass coffee, top it off with cappuccino, whatever. Well, the manager was like adamant with this guy. I'm charging you for a cappuccino. Like <laughs> you got a cappuccino. Didn't Doesn't matter if it's 10% cappuccino, you're getting the cappuccino. And I thought this, like, I don't know, he had to be late 60s. He was an old guy, barely oh. walking old guy. And I thought he was going to come over the counter and just oh, destroy this manager wow. over some cappuccino. So, like, when people say that, that they love coffee or that they like yeah. coffee, like, it's true. And this is just gas station <laughs> coffee. This yeah. is not anything special, <laughs> you know. Mm. I could tell you that it's very watered down. Mm. And he came unglued. Wow. Yeah. So back in the day, uh, when I was growing up, my dad ran a theater, mm-hmm. okay, movie theater, and just maybe oh, probably six, six businesses down from the theater, there was a uh, cafe where they served like breakfast and stuff. Sure. But then they would stay open at night, uh, and then maybe six businesses down from there was an arcade. And I know which one you were at. Miniature golf, right? Yeah. So here was the deal: my dad would give me his coffee cup, and he would give me a quarter. And I would go down to the cafe, and I would get his coffee for him with one sugar and bring it back, and I would pay them the quarter for it. And then I would come back, and he would give me another quarter, and I would run down to the arcade, and I would play Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Or in this case, it was just Punch-Out. Sure, yeah. Right? So that was was a fairly common evening for me. Yeah. Uh, Now, once the people at the cafe caught on what was happening, they would just let me keep the quarter. Oh, nice. So then I would have two quarters. But I never told my dad (laughs) that I got to, I played two games of Mike Tyson's. That's right. right. Two games of Punch Out. Nice. Instead of just one. So I never could beat Bald Bull. (laughs) Never, ever could beat him. No, he's tough. Yep. So there you go. My my coffee story is not nearly as cool, but it brings back good memories. And to this day, I drink my coffee with one sugar. Wow. Wow. Just a little tip of the cap. A little tip of the cap to my dad. I have a little bit more research, and this is to clear up some confusion. The Quad Cities. On the five quads? I've heard about the Quad Cities. <laughs> I've been to one of the Quad Cities. I, have. I don't know really much anything about it. So I just did a little bit of research about it. So okay. we're going to learn some of that stuff now. Okay. Um, Davenport and Bettendorf, Iowa. I have been to Davenport, and I will say it is a beautiful river town. Hmm. Amazing. It is. Beautiful. Like, okay. the scenery's great. It's got some casino action going on. Oh. Uh, it's fun. Okay. I had some good chicken gizzards there. There you go. If you're weird. Good. Gizzards. <laughs> Dylan's got some weird food stories on the road. Yeah. Weird. Like, yeah, if you like turkey bladders and gizzards, <laughs> hit, to, hit to Davenport. Yeah. Uh, Moline and Rock Island. All right. So, um, I wrote down, this is just Moline information. It's the corporate and world headquarters of Deere and Company, a.k.a. John Deere. Mm. Um, they also have something there called the South Park Mall. It's the third busiest airport in Illinois. You want to guess the first two? <laughs> I don't even... Des Moines? In Illinois. Oh, in Illinois. Okay. Well, uh, O'Hare. Uh-huh. And then probably... What's the uh, the, the small... Midway. One? Midway. And then this place. Okay, okay. So it's the third okay. biggest airport <laughs> See, in I still, Illinois. Illinois and Iowa. There we go. Uh, Moline is, uh, comes from the French word of moulin which was Milltown, okay. and that's how it got its name, because of the Mississippi River. There were multiple mills there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was settled in, like, mm, 
the late 1700s, early 1800s. Mm-hmm. In 1720, there was a Native American settlement there. It was called Sackinuck. Uh, and it was because it was by the river. There was um, like fertile land to farm. And then there was, you know, because of the waterway, there was um, a way to get up and down. And also there was animals. So there was a food source for everybody there. In 1832, you've maybe heard of this guy's. His name was Chief Blackhawk. Um, he was in the in one of the tribes there in that area, which was Sac and Fox. Mm-hmm. Those are two different tribes, oh, which yeah. refer to the Sac and Fox Casino. Absolutely. Around here. I've lost Commercials some money on there. the radio. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, in 1832, they had something that was called the Blackhawk War. So settlers were coming in and saying, hey, guess what? We bought this land. And they're like, ah, well, we live here. And they fought <laughs> over it. And the natives lost and moved north. Mm. Um, and that kind of started more people coming into the Quad City area. Gotcha. 1849 is when John Deere moved his company from Grand Detour, Illinois, to Moline and was making farm implements, and they are now the okay. huge juggernaut that they are today. Um, in this area, in the Quad City specifically, was mostly Swedish immigrants. And they were, like, wanted. The people were, like, sending out... Um, invitations almost to to those countries to bring this the swedish people here in sweden because they rarely went on strike so they would work hard Hmm. and they were like oh cool well we want that in this in this town um they said that moline unlike some of the other ones was not a shoot 'em up river town so there wasn't a lot of crime a lot of that reason was because of the people that lived there so it was safer because most of the time back then especially 1850s 60s 70s (laughs) A lot of crime on the river town. You know, mm-hmm. people come in on boats and whatever, and they do their thing and they get out. Mm. And that was not the case in Moline. Um, I wrote this down. It was a quote I found in a, a, from a newspaper article. It said it was in 1854. A much duller town could not be scared up this side of Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> so you're not going to Moline to you know blow your bank wad and have a good time. You're probably not going to do it. All right. There's something appealing about that. I guess if you know if if you're not the lawbreaker, you might want to live in, yeah, in Moline. Sure, um, they have there a single A baseball team. Okay, Quad City River Bandits. River Bandits, yeah, they're in Astros. Mm-hmm. Last I checked, um, some famous folks that are from there. Oh, did I write this down? There's like a a big arena that's that's in this town, and they had like an arena football league when that first kind of started. Um. And now it's like mostly concerts and that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. conventions. Uh, but that's pretty new. Um, some of the famous quote unquote people that are from there, um, Dayton Moore, who's my team's general manager, Kansas City Royals, Kansas City Royals is yeah. from Moline. Seth Rollins. Yeah. Mm. I was hoping you guys would know that. I was like, yeah. oh, wow. WWE. Interesting. Let's still, write him down. still WWE? Uh, I don't know or if he's he still jumped? WWE, but he, he was there pretty. It's a, He's newer. Newer wrestler. Yeah. Okay. So he's from there, okay. from Moline. And then this is one I was interested to, to research, um, a guy named Jack Barlow, who is a country musician oh. in the 60s and 70s. Um, I'm hoping we can find this. He is known for one of his songs, came out in 1975, called The Man on Page 602. And this is a story song mm. about a Sears catalog and on page 602, there was a male guy, a guy, a model, uh, modeling underwear, who inadvertently 
showed more than he was wanting to. Uh oh. And that in turn became a hit song <laughs> called "The Man" on page six hundred two, <laughs> which I've never heard in my life. Uh, but yeah, this guy is from Moline. I bet that's a great song. I'm guessing it's kind of like a Jerry Reed or uh, <laughs> oh, what's the guy that wrote Don McLean? Something. Yeah, it's like a long story song. Yeah. A lot of words. But oh, who's the uh, uh, Woody Guthrie? Woody Guthrie. Yeah, maybe folk guy. But yeah, that's those are the three names I could come up with of people that were from this area that maybe we would know about. Kind of reached deep there on the last one. I did, but the story <laughs> about an underwear model in the Sears catalog in 1975. Yeah, I mean, you, I got, mean, you can't uh, tell me you didn't peek at the Sears catalog. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, I did too. Without a doubt, Dolan didn't have to. Yeah, the but internet. here's the deal: like you got baseball, you got wrestling, and and you got kind of pop culture in there. Mm-hmm. So those I mean, are my things, right? Yeah, mm. interesting. So that's my little Quad Cities slash Moline information. I wish I could. Uh, I wish I could say that like TripAdvisor would tell you different, right? That that TripAdvisor would say no, this you know it is boring here or whatever. Nah, it was four and a half out of five out of two hundred and seven nice. reviews. Two hundred and seven, and they averaged that. This brewery wow. is on a very. Um, I don't want to say famous street, but it's one that is a historic. Uh, part of Moline okay. that they spend a lot of time and effort to like revitalize and bring back. So similar to like our downtown or Lincoln's Haymarket. Oh yeah, it's uh, something that a lot of the buildings are a couple hundred years old, and this that's why this brewery is there hmm. to capture those folks that are just down there to see the sights and walk around and do the shopping. So it sounds kind of like a fun area of town, um, close to the river, mm-hmm. um, old and historic. Yep, and the building itself uh, is historic and it's been there. For quite a while, and just a, it sounds like a fun stop uh, if you're in that area. I don't, I don't want to stereotype by age, mm-hmm. but this explains a lot, right? Yeah. This explains why this is their flagship beer. I, I know what Dolan would go do, right? I mean, when they went to Chicago, I yeah. know what they did, right, or whatever. Yeah. Maybe what maybe you and I would yeah. do, or our parents would yeah. do, would be something totally different. In sure, historic district. Sounds pretty damn awesome to me. With some antiquing thrown oh, in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, right now. Yeah. Because, you know, like you said, there's food, mm-hmm. and I know I can get some good beers. Yeah. Yep. Now, not that Dolan wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. That's maybe not his highest priority. But he would walk down the street to the arena and go see a concert. Sure, yeah. Yep. Not that you wouldn't do that, obviously. Yeah. But, I know. wouldn't walk, but I get you. <laughs> Your, Dolan's motivation would be go to the concert, then go to this area. Sure, yeah. Yep. My motivation would be go antiquing and go to this area and then sure. go to the brewery. Yeah. I'm kind of in the same boat. Yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> as long as we end up with the beer, it doesn't matter. How I, we I think it. in the end, yeah. We, yeah, we both end up with beers in our hand, mm-hmm. which is just fine. Okay, untapped. I was surprised by this. For it being around as long as it has. Small. 17,000 check-ins. Yeah, that's low. Not very many. For a flagship beer. Not a ton of distribution, There's also not a lot of people in this place. No. And let's be honest. Moline, Illinois is not the place you go on vacation usually. No. Oh, I've driven through there multiple times going to Chicago. Mm -hmm. Never stopped. Never stopped. Maybe you can next time. I might. Based on this, I might, might be fun, yeah. All right, yeah. so 17,000 check-ins. Mm. Where do you think we land? I feel like it's low. <sighs> really? Yeah, because I have a feeling 
There's not a lot of beer snob untappers mm. in Moline, Illinois. That's just my gut. Okay. I'm going to say 3.52. I'm going to go opposite. Uh, I'm going to go 3.8. 3.59. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Close. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I, it's just, but, okay, so here's the thing. Is this one that you're seeking out? Or is this one that you just order because it's on you, the menu? You got it, yeah. And, and then you're happy about it, right? I mean, that's the difference. Maybe last week we had we had a much a higher rating for the Deftones beer than I thought we would. Well, this is kind of an event, right? The the Deftones beer, it's sure. like a special thing, and this is one that is always around. Okay. So that might have something to do with it too. But, I it's, don't been, know. but it's been always around since 2012. I mean, there's a reason for that too. So it's not off the menu. I guess you can't argue with three five nine. Like you can't argue yeah. with it. It's fine. That's it's that's super drinkable. Mm-hmm. It's approachable. If you like mm-hmm. coffee, you'll like this beer because mm-hmm. that's basically what you're getting is cold coffee. Yeah. I think it's very approachable. Yeah. I mean, there you go. Yeah, I think this is it, for me. It's a four. It's a three seven five to a four all day long. Mm. Do you see why? Wrote roasted coffee. Oh, without a <laughs> doubt. Yeah, with two slammers. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I've been pretty rough on Untapped lately. Like yeah. I've had some beers that have not been very good, and maybe it's just where my head's at right maybe it's now. It's not Untapped's fault. It's not Untapped's fault, but no. it's certainly the brewery's fault for putting out those beers. <laughs> because are you serious with some of these? Oh, oh boy, man. Okay. Well, I, look, I don't want to disparage anyone for producing something that they love, but man, I like on here. It has their Facebook and their Twitter yes. on the label, which huh? is nice. Not many places have that. Go check out their bottle art. Like, there's this yeah. their, their art pretty is, cool. is just pretty is pretty great. Well, the one on this one, there is a story about the the mask that's on the front mm-hmm. of this bottle. Read it to us. It it says, if you have set foot in our Moline, Illinois brew pub any time in the last twenty plus years, you have may you may have noticed the mask of that word celluluk 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 yeah hanging above our brew house and looking over the bar and dining room. He was there when we brewed the very first batch of Uncommon Stout and still watches over the brewing process to this day. The next time you crack open a bottle of Uncommon Stout, give a toast to sell you luck. He's just like a weird baboon-looking guy. I wish they would say where that's from. It looks almost like um, Inuit, Alaskan, like Mm -hmm. Pacific Northwest. Yeah. I don't know. Here's the, in my head when they moved into the place, like they found it there. Yeah, it's haunted. Yeah, don't, right? don't right. remove it. Like yeah. it's just hanging there, and they're like, "That's there him." Is. Yeah, that, that's we him. Put him on the label. And yep. then they, they, like they didn't give him a normal name, like Gary or something. No. They're just like, "Okay, we got to look this up." All oh, those masks. That's it's a new <laughs> you know, look or Luke luck. Right, and Luke. they just honor him, and that's yeah. and that's why he's on a label, and it looks pretty cool. It's yeah, pretty great. Whatever the story is behind it, it makes for a great label. <laughs> I bet you if you went to the tap room in Moline, you could get a little bit more info than what's this little blurb. Yeah. Someday. Mm, Someday. Get that pastrami sandwich for me. Oh, I love pastrami. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Do they make their own pastrami? I don't know. Because that would be even better. Yeah. They oh. might. All right. Uh, next week, oh, it's going to be fun. I can't wait for next week. <laughs> it's going to be a blast. Not only is it a style that I love, but I know Brian has some pretty fantastic research. I don't know this for a fact, but I know... Based on who he is, he's got some pretty fantastic research. And then two weeks from now, 
I'm going to tease one you guys don't even that I talked about. I was going to say I don't even know. You don't even know. Okay. Oh this boy. is this has got Dolan written all over it. Mm. I may let actually we should let him do some of the research oh, okay. on this. Um, I got three cans of the Warheads beer. Okay. Oh, yes. So we <laughs> wow. are. Yeah. E- wow is right. Uh-huh. Yeah. I can't wait. So two great weeks coming up here. I can't wait. Fellas, we're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.